And now, the right reasons. Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Welcome to the right reasons. I'm Juliette Lemon. I'm David Jacoby. Batch. Batch, 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 uh, did you? I think so. Wait, 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 wait. What did you look like? Did you just do Chris Bourbon? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> let's get into it. Where should we start? I know. Clint. Let's talk about Clint. Clint. Okay. I've, can I give you my take real quick? Sure. I have a problem. And again, I'm, there's going to be a large swath of the audience that I'm going to offend right now. Yes. And, and who, anyone, love offensive I, statements. I love anyone. Don't that, hedge. Anyone just, that nope. spends the time to listen to this podcast, I personally love you. You are great. Thank you for allowing me and Juliet to be a part of your AKA, life. AKA, thanks to your mom and my mom. That's however, it. However, however, I got a problem with long hair, guys. Ooh! I genuinely don't like a, a gentleman whose hair just is like, like like hangs out a little too far out the back of the baseball cap. Shot, like shot, if, if, shot, there, shot, if there's shot, no shot, space shot. between the back of your crew neck t-shirt and your hair, like there's no neck space there. You don't have like that 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 skin doesn't see the sun. I have a little bit of a problem with you. So I judged Clint early because of that. However, he got me back. He did? Yeah. No, I don't like Clint. He I don't like cheesy. Clint, but I don't hate Clint as much as I thought I would. Being in the pool didn't help the hair situation because it just kind of like makes it longer and yeah. like shows off. Flowy. Uh, I wasn't into it. Underwater photo shoot is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Uh, I disagree. Oh my God. I disagree. It makes me so mad. Like you're in like these fancy clothes, you put on makeup, then you jump in the pool. That's I, not thought, what, I thought it looked good. That's not what you do when you get dressed up. I you thought don't, it looked good. I was at a wedding last weekend and like to walk, I was in the wedding party and to mm-hmm. walk up to the front you had to walk around a pool like very close to it and i was so scared how of falling long before in. you had to walk did you start thinking about falling in so at the rehearsal i scared everyone i was like guys whatever you do don't fall in the pool you're the worst <laughs> and then everyone was really worried about it <laughs> i mean it's a legit concern so, it's not though it's not you don't wear heels you don't know what it's like okay first of all you don't know I don't wear heels. That's true. I have okay. no idea what you do at home. Exactly. That's true. Anyway, back, back to Clint. To Clint. <laughs> I just think it's so stupid. Like, I mean, I guess it's like cute. It's like kind of like hot to like take each other's clothes off yeah, underwater. Yeah, and make out and stuff. Yeah. But like, just the idea of the, the photo shoot aspect of it is nah, no bueno. Why do you think he was selected as a first date? And second question, follow up. What do you think criteria is for the appropriate first one-on-one date from, like, like what the do you show? Mean criteria? Like, what do they want out of that? Obviously, they're not going to say, like, oh, this, they obviously don't have chemistry. I think you want to start first date he, with someone yeah, that is going to work well. not a front runner. Exactly. You want I, someone, I think that's the criteria. You want someone who, like, you want to be on TV but is not going to win. Because you don't want to see it coming in the second episode. Yes. You want – because that's actually like, not really good. You want, like, a middle of the pack but good to look at. Yeah, like someone who – because it's almost like you, you don't trust in any of these early relationships. So it's like we haven't – you want to see it grow over I time. also think there's a also, large swath of this audience that lives vicariously through The Bachelorette, i.e. females. And I think are you calling you, me out? No. Okay. I'm, just checking. It's not about you right now, Juliet. I'm just checking. <laughs> I'm the only female in the room right now. probably the only thing I said that wasn't partially calling you out in like, the history of this podcast. So I think that's a very fair question. I Thank take you. back my response. Thank you. Carry on. Carrying on. And uh, I feel like you want that first date to be good and you want to be like, God, I wish I was the bachelorette. Yeah. I think Clint's a good-looking guy. I think he's nice. I, think I don't. He not was better than I thought. I love the car they got. That old Mercedes. That was cool. I like that, that a lot. That was cool. I don't like driving. I, if I think if I was Kaylin, I would be like, hey, do you mind driving? It'd be kind of nice. I noticed that as well. 
But I think it was like, I'm the bachelorette. I'm taking you on a Yeah, date. exactly. I think that was the vibe. Like, I'm picking you up at your house, which is 50 what feet a, from my house. What a great breaking of, of heteronormative uh, gender expectations. Exactly. Great job, Bachelor. Exactly, Bachelor. I mean, Caitlin yeah. Drive. Bachelor, the leading, <laughs> leading, leading, fingers. leading in diversity. <laughs> Seriously, well, more on that in a second. The main thing about Clint, though, and we were texting about this, is he had a UFO on his neck. Uh it was something. It was something. Was it? Was it, it, was it a I, zit? No, it was. And I don't know the answer to what it was. It looked like a nipple. To it me. was. It was below his ear. It was like on and the then side. back a little bit, yeah. right? But it was almost maybe that's why he has his hair it's like that. Like, it's almost like at a pressure point. Yeah, it, but like it looked like a. Uh, it looked like. Kenyon Martin's Trina tattoo, but much smaller. So it had a red outside. It was in the same place. Had a red outside, but it was a, like a, like a very very small young woman that's wearing lipstick gave you a kiss in the back of your neck. Like very small lips. Like very small lips. So that that's a. I, I think it looked like a nubbin, like like some kind of like random nipple or something that like ended up on his neck by like a mistake of evolution yeah, or yeah. alternate theory you know in x2 how um like when magneto is in jail in the plastic cell what <laughs> i didn't when you said you know in x2 i was like what the hell is she talking about is that like a type of car it's an x-men movie okay i don't um, know they have, i don't like, know like the the villain like beats him on the back of the neck and there's like they, like put like the serum on them to like control them so maybe clint is a mutant see that makes more sense by the bachelorette. that makes more sense <laughs> i don't even know what what that thing was but it was a gigantic growth that was really distracting it was well, because yeah, the shot was directly on his back it's like caitlin like up against the pool wall and mm-hmm. he was like, making out with her and to like make her look good, they sacrificed him. The weightlessness of a pool really adds to, really Definitely. is conducive to good makeout. Totally, also, you know what I mean? Because you can just like grab a woman with like half of a hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's like, oh, you're the strongest yeah, guy yeah, in the world. Exactly. Plus, like you're just kind of like in water. I feel like there's like a, a left self consciousness yeah. and like it's just it's like it's. However, the professional camera crew and then the other <laughs> professional camera crew and doesn't other- exactly <laughs> add to the you know the chemistry of the moment. Caitlin seems very comfortable in front of the camera. Like yes, very comfortable. She is, yes. And I, I also as a dancer is not surprising. No. I think she's like a dance instructor. You know what I mean? I don't, she has to have her own dance experience then. I suppose so, but I, I, would I don't like know. I'd like to see some moves from her, actually. I would too. Good point. I'm sure we will before the end of the season. I hope so. I'm sure we will before the end of the like, season. Let's get like, like a, some kind of um, hip-hop dance or something. I would love that. Me too. I would love that. It'd be great. And the, the uh, what was I going to say about Clint? Uh, well, something about the camera crew pool. Nah, eh, should we move nah, on? Whatever. Yeah, let's anyway, move on. Anyway, well, I want to think about if you get an early one-on-one, no cocktail party time. Unless you're very, uh, unless you, who's the one who JJ. got, JJ, he had the rose, then he stole the time, right? I liked it. I liked it too. I liked it too. Let's just break that one down really quick. Okay. When he, when he did it, so there's 25, 20, whatever, 18 guys there. Three of them have roses. The other 15 are using the cocktail party in order to sort of like get win the favor and the rose of Caitlin. So once the, once the sort of like the, you know, Chris Harrison fires the, the starting gun into the air. Boom. He runs right over to Caitlin it's and grabs great, her and walks move. away. It's and you know, move. she said she was looking for a husband. He's like, this is husband. Your husband? You said your husband is here? This is what your husband would do. He exactly. would be aggressive. I was like, great, great point, JJ. Great Joel from Parenthood. Great job by you. <laughs> However, he's a dick. Who like, you can yeah. tell he's a dick. But like, 
if you're Caitlyn, you want to be pursued because it kind of makes it easier for you. It's like you don't have yes. to like go through the weeds of like finding if your you're guy. Anyone in the world you want to be pursued? Yeah, yeah. No one's like, you know what I really like to do? Don't be the pursuer. Pers- yeah, I would yeah. love to pursue yes. you. Yeah, exactly. Make me be the one to take a risk here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yes. I'm looking exactly. for in love. That's what I love. <laughs> I think anyone who ever said like, you know what I really like the pursuit? Like, nah, no, 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 you don't. Nah, you don't. It's nah, not at all. Uh, anyway, JJ does kind of suck though. Everyone hates him except yeah. for okay, I issue with this jj and clint broke back bachelor thing it's really (sighs) again like come on bachelor be above that we know that they will manipulate edits to create things that didn't happen to happen like the tent sex from from chris souls season it just never occurred totally but they made it seem like it did and but this this is particularly manipulative because it wasn't even close to occurring it's also i just find it offensive the the broke back bachelor thing is offensive like brokeback mountain is like a story about two men in love and this they're yeah. kind of like making a joke about like you know same-sex love I, I, I and on a show that already has problems with like adhering to stereotypes yes. it's a really bad look. it's a really bad look and, and I, I can't uh, that's why i love how having this podcast with you i can't articulate it that well but when i watched it i was like oh i don't like that like this is wrong. It's also like Brokeback is a really sad, sad movie, and it's and and well, it's, it, it shouldn't be just another way of saying like, like homosexual. Guys, like, yeah, right. it just or, shouldn't be that way. And also, like you just shouldn't joke about two guys being good friends as like comparing to like this like, exactly. this, like gay tragic love story. Man on man friendships are some of the best relationships I have in my life. I, you know, I you love know, a good you know friendship. What I mean? Yeah, it's like, oh, what I can't be friends with somebody. Yeah, it's a beautiful. It's beautiful when friends really can. Yeah, yeah, I great. love friendship. I know you do. <laughs> so why are we? Why are we making fun of these guys? Yeah, for it really. And also, like, they're in an awkward situation. Good for them for finding a friend and like not just being competitive. And I also, I also, you know, while we're talking about this stuff, I also think that there is a slight. And I said this is just like a slight hint of, for lack of a better term promiscuity shaming mm-hmm. from Caitlyn with like oh making out with all the guys and they what started else she's supposed to they do? started this episode Chris Harrison being like so I saw you had a very close connection to a lot of the guys last night and it's just like I don't know if you would say that to the bachelor totally you know what I mean like I just kind of feel like there's this undertone of like it's not cool that she makes out with everybody because I love that she makes out with everybody there's only one chance in your life where you could date 25 guys at the same time <laughs> in like a course of a week also how are you supposed to know if like you like have chemistry have the spark yeah alright whoever had 10 minutes <laughs> in the podcast for the first Juliet snaps Take a shot. I'm just really enjoying myself, Jacoby. Can okay? we talk about manipulation of editing and yes. this coitus theory that, that was uh, tweeted to me by a gentleman named Robert? And, uh, Shout and, out to Robert. And a young woman named Mina, who was oh. a colleague of ours. Shout out to Mina Kimes. I didn't give Robert the proper credit, so he gets on the right reasons. Okay. So we broke down to this season on because of the coitus confirmation. Yes. There's an alternate theory that there was no mid-season coitus on this episode. One of the questions I could ne- – one of the, the psychological humps I could never get over – was why would she admit to having mid-season coitus to the pack unless there was a coital witness? Do we know she admits it to the pack, though? Exactly. There was this theory that, you remember Norm Cornick comes back. Oh, I can't wait. That she is on a one-on-one interview with Chris Harrison discussing Norm Cornick's return and their previous relationship. And it is Ooh. at that point that she admits to previous coital relations with Norm Cornick. Interesting. So it's pre-show. It's it's pre-show coitus. Probably in Chicago. M- of course, in Chicago. <laughs> Mid-season, Chris Harrison, Caitlin 101, the guys don't even know about it. Interesting. Because during the edit on the, this season, on which I've memorized at this point, she says, she says like, I have to admit we had sex. And then they cut immediately to sex. two guys. Like, she says it, like, 
Yes, just two guys watching, like they just heard some shocking news, which they could have get from any date at any time. Sure. And then then just psychologically, you're just like, oh, yeah, she told those two guys that. But that's not what happened. No. No. So shout to the people that figured that out for us. I'm interested to see what did happen. We don't even know for sure if it's North Cornick. I just can't imagine what else it is. But then I start thinking about this is they did lay that audio underneath the shot of the hotel window. Do you want me to reenact it again? No. <laughs> but 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 good point. Could they be so dirty that they use like someone else like faking sex noises as Caitlyn's voice? Um, is that no. like? I mean, no. seriously, are we talking about the journalistic standards of The Bachelor? I know. Like, like, it's not like oh. you know. This isn't this isn't sixty minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you have some questions about the mics? Like, now that we know in the real world, they always have to be demiked before going to bed and getting in the shower and stuff. Like, wh- how does that work on this show? All right, here's the thing. Can't if you get if you get mic'd up IV, every day, yes, right? exactly. Like if you get mic'd up every day, you should know how to demic yourself. It's not like my son being like, "I went poo poo." Like, help me. It's like, no, dude, just take care of it. Right. Like you can just like rip it off. It's not like yeah, it's, it's not, like a, not that delicate. Right. Not that hard to work with. Um, I'm just interested to see what happens. Also, Caitlin, we we don't even know like when the the shot that they show where like you see her like putting his her hands through that guy's hair or whatever. Or, I don't remember that. Remember we thought it might be Jared? I don't know. Oh, in that bed, yeah. Yeah, that might not even be the coitus time. Jared, growing on me. No, not me. Still growing out. Growing on me. I'll tell you what got me, though. This is a okay. very male thing to like. He was way, way of course. low. He was like 170 pounds, and he won two boxing rounds against guys that Benzie. weighed a lot more than him. And we knocked a guy down. Yeah. Like that's pretty hard to do in one round of boxing to like you know get a knockdown. He's scrappy. Shout to Jared. I like I like his athleticism and his his uh, you know his physical chutzpah. Who has a worse concussion, Jared or Clay Thompson? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Definitely Clay Thompson. <laughs> but why is Steph Curry falls from eight feet to the floor on his head, lies down on the ground for like six minutes, and he shoots threes ten minutes later? It's like Rod Tidwell. Jared went down to a knee for like ten seconds, and all of a sudden he's in the hospital for a night. I know. It's like why? In what world does this make sense? And it's like, what's a more valiant return, Jared? Like finding what's her face, Caitlin? Caitlin or Steph Curry coming back for the third quarter? I, I have a question about that Jared and Caitlin thing. So he, they're all in the group date. Jared's not there because he's in the hospital. He gets out of the hospital. He's it's like, happened once before, I think, on Dez's season. Ooh, I do remember something like this. Where, um, what was his name? But I think he broke a hand yeah, or something. Yeah, what was his name though? Brooks. Oh yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Brooks who got hurt. Yeah. The, it was at the Americana that date. First of all. I love the Americana. Shout out to Din Tai Fung. <laughs> yes. Second of all, I think getting injured is like a great look. It's like it every is. bachelor season, like one of the women has like a psychological breakdown. <laughs> and, like, oh, and they need to like you know, get hyperventilated by the medic or whatever. Yeah, it's it's like, like it's just a good look. You get your one-on-one time that way. Oh, you didn't get a one-on-one date? Get injured. Also, then you have a storyline. Story yes. That's something for them to work with. So here's the thing. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't join the rest of the guys sitting on couches upstairs because the doctor said I need to rest. <laughs> but I can't they track you down. In yeah, the and then go the for a walk. Yeah. Like, isn't it more restful to sit on a couch than to like go for a walk? <laughs> yeah, this guy wheelchair or something. I would love that. Wheelchair is the next level. If I'm on The Bachelorette, I'm, I'm like telling the producers ahead of time, like have plenty of wheelchairs at the ready. I will not miss a date. You better yes, have a wheelchair. I will Paul Pierce that season yeah. of The Bachelorette so hard. Series. Um, sorry. <laughs> no one understood it. that, but I loved it. Just shout out to Paul Pierce, the patron saint of Southern California basketball, according to Vince Staples. Anyway, mm. um... Another thing I noticed when we were when we were chatting about this before the show, and then we got to talk about Koopa ASAP. Okay, Chris Harrison was wearing a really weird shirt. It was like Jerry. It was very Jeff Probstan. It was like a blue button down, mm-hmm. and then it had 
two. It was like two pockets oh, on each. I'll tell breast. you, it had two like closable, snappable, like country western style, snappable breast pockets. Right. One was. I have a theory about breast pockets. Never, ever, ever, ever in the history of breast pockets has anyone been like, "Oh, thank God, I have this here. Let me just put my blank in it's there." Not, I sometimes I have one shirt that has it, my denim shirt that I love, mm-hmm. and I put my phone in there, but it's awkward. It's not a good place for my phone. I only put my phone in my breast pocket if I'm listening to something and I'm driving. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it gets you right next like to that left ear. A basketball game or something? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or this podcast. It's like easy. Oh, cool. It's like yeah. easy to also like check your phone real quick. But now those are just two breast pockets, which one could say are surplus pockets to begin with, but they're also fashionable. You know what I mean? Not sure. every pocket is there for function. But then on top of those pockets, there are two zipper pockets. Zippers. What was that? What? So it's a total of four breast pockets. A total of four breast pockets. But one could say that one is probably like the limit. And once you're going above one, like you're kind of like going four. too far. But four is just like not even Jeff Probst to do that. I guarantee. I guarantee. And I don't mind. I guarantee that this somehow traces back to Italy. Interesting. I feel like Italy is the land of superfluous pockets. Like you can't. Are you like, profiling Italians right now? No, 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 no. I've been to Italy. If you go you can there, still profile them. No one has a regular pair of jeans. There's always like extra seams and extra pockets and like weird, weird tight. There's like at the so bottom. Like there's like elastic. Exactly. It's like bungee cords. What, what is going on? I know. It's, it's weird. It's not. You know what's really unfortunate? I've been to Italy, but for somehow. Memories of the Jersey Shore cast in Florence have supplanted my own <laughs> memories of being in Florence. I need to go back there to like erase that. It was a pretty that. good season. Remember when Situation smashed his head against the wall? Remember when Gianni came and left? Oh, even... yeah. They have two kids together that now. That was Snooki was so slammered, though. Jacoby, they have two children together now. Human beings? Human beings. A boy and a girl. We should do like one right reasons on Where slow week. We should just be like what like update on the Jersey Shortcast. Raj and Jenny still together. They did you see the picture of them? No. Oh my god! I don't there's, care. There's a picture of Roger and their daughter with the daughter hold, like on the duck phone at the house. Like over the course of this podcast, those people went from like the most recognizable faces in the world to like I don't even care anymore. Like Ronnie's probably just like walking down the street in the Bronx and no one cares. Just knocking people out with one punch. Yeah. Just like, remember me? And, like suspiciously going to the bathroom for too many times for too long. Let's talk about Koopa. Okay. Do you have a clip? No, dude. Oh, okay. Why are you trying to set up a clip? I've got a quote. I thought you were holding your phone. Sorry. No, I am because I'm going to read the quote. Okay. Um, There is a diversity problem on the television program. I think even the people involved with the television program would would admit that. So it's not like this is like shots. You know what I mean? This uh, this podcast and The Bachelorette are both owned by the Disney Corporation, full disclosure. But Koopa really is the first person to really, really take it head on. There yeah. has been mentions of it in the past. It's come up just like just like it always does. Can I just do a pause? We're mm-hmm. about to have a serious conversation, so I need to get this out. Koopa! <laughs> Koopa! Like, Koopa! It's, it's so I think say. his name might really be Cooper. Cooper. Yes, and he's from Boston. Koopa! 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 Koopa. Koopa. All right, back to the serious combo. So this is what he said in the interview. I don't want to be here any more than I have to be if, if, and to his credit, he did punctuate the if. I am the minority guy that's just here to fill a quota. It's a very legitimate feeling for Koopa to have. And then he Absolutely. talks with Caitlin about it. He says to Caitlin, there are some things that are unfortunate that I have to think about. I don't want to be here because I look good on the roster of men that you still keep around. You kept me in the first rose ceremony. I'm not 100% sure why. So I guess I am curious. That's an interesting way of handling it yes. by Koopa's part. He never mentions race to her. He says to look good on the roster of men, which, in, you know, it infers it. Yeah. And then he says, I'm not sure why you kept me around after the first rose ceremony. Koopa, 
Didn't you already ask that? And also, like, you, every one of you talked to her for 10 minutes. You know what I mean? It's not like she's, like, making these in-depth decisions based on your personality or your profile or, like, what she knows about you. She probably you. thought you were better looking than some other than people. Than some other guys. Then you basically look at the group. Like, if, if I was The Bachelor, I would look at the group and I would eliminate 10 girls just, like, off the jump. Like, not attractive. Just like, I, no, could never, no, no. I could never stand next to a woman wearing that dress. Right. So this is not going to work out. If you think this is your A, if this is your a dress, this is not going to work out. Straight this is, up. This is the best you're coming with. Yeah, if you're wearing that much me. makeup, like, yeah. no. You know what I mean? Peace. And th- it's he, valid. It was, it was valid. It was a very valid thing to and say. Also, like, but, like, in the circumstances, it didn't really feel valid. Well, there's just sort of, like, no explanation for why she kept anyone. It's sort of. Exactly. It's sort of like, yes, what he's saying is true. They have a diversity problem. But there's also no evidence that, like, she is a part of it. Like, she's, you know, she's new to the show or whatever. So they, they have the conversation. She explains that they, she thought they had a connection because they both like music. Yeah. I have a question. Let's do a survey of every single person in the world. Do you like music? <laughs> like, what percentage of those people say no? 0.01%. None. That's way too, that is way too high. If you really, there probably are some people that will say no. They're called contrarians, just to like answer as a. <laughs> so but they secretly do. If there was a lie detector test and said, "Do you like music?" Every person likes music. I don't believe in lie detectors, but okay, sorry. Just... That's fine. Okay. <laughs> well, it's very relevant with the shot. That's fine. Sunset. That's fine. That's fine. But then, but Koopa like, you know, we had a connection because we both like music. She's just making stuff up. She's like, "Hey, you're cute, man. I'm walking yeah. around. Like, what's wrong with that?" Like, why do you talk to anyone at first? So you're attracted to them. And then the conversation was somewhat tense. And then she's like, I just need some time to think about this. And then she's sitting by herself. Koopa immediately goes to, like, the next room and talks to, like, four bros and loudly rehashes their conversation. I would do that, too. But somewhat (laughs) twisting it a little bit, being, like, the whole time she had her head down, she wasn't paying attention, like, kind of, like, a little bit of shots at Caitlyn. He probably, like, felt that. He probably felt defensive, so thought she was being defensive, Yes, but I think that he could have had a little more tact. And when he has this conversation, just understand that she's not listening. Right. And then so she comes in and she basically kicks him off the show, which leads to a great like elevator pitch that he has let me just i'll read those quotes as well it's interesting you know this is kind of like a almost like too real for the bachelor bachelor this is like a like an actual problem they have yes and it's sort of like there's actually not really a good way to handle it except for the fact that like and so kind of i think it looks a little bad that she that like now he's gone but she obviously is not gonna have a relationship with this guy who called her out on like day one and then Talk, I mean, I'm not going to say talk trash about her, but just, like, didn't speak about her well behind her back. Yeah, it was just, and that's the reason that she sent him home. It wasn't anything yeah. else. So then she's like, I want you to go home. He's got a whiskey rocks. He takes a huge sip and, like, thinks for, like, a long time. Four seconds. Just count four seconds. We'll be silent. That's a long time. Yeah, that's awkward. In a conversation. And then he goes, I don't want to go home. I think you're hot. I mean, you're sexy. You're pretty. And then she says, I know, but there's more to me than that. I know, and I like all that other stuff. You said you like movies and movie quotes. You like sweatpants. <laughs> These are quotes from him. And then she says to him, it's night one and we're already in this position. That is bad. Koopa's response, I don't think that's bad. Her response, I'm telling you it's bad. I mean, I hear you, but I don't think it's bad. It was the worst. Like, it was. you can't convince somebody to, like, be into you. Right. It's like, it's also, especially when she barely knows you. It's not like there's, like, some kind of, like, sympathy to pull on or whatever. It's also not like you're on a blind date or you've been set up by a matchmaker that you paid. Like, there yeah. are 17 other hot also, dudes in the other room that all want you. Koopa, just go straight to Paradise. Just yeah, go. We already picked you as the number one we pick in the Bachelor in Paradise in draft. Mexico. Go to Tulum. Yeah, Get man. out there. Get, it's going to be fun. You can have as much Whiskey Rocks as you want. What do you think about his um, suspenders 
but not on, down, hanging off his pants. He was. I really like the shirt, suit, jacket look. It wasn't just shirt. It was this. It was like, I want to say khaki-colored pants uh-huh. with a white button-up shirt, but then a brown vest and then like a patterned. with like a patterned gray blazer. And he made it work. He, he pulled I, it off. But then he... I would never, ever walk out of the house with that on. I would never take it out of my closet to put it on, but I did like the way it looked on him. And then he submarined it with the uh, suspenders hanging down. It's I, like, are I, you in a music video from 1999 I and I didn't know? I just cannot think of, like, color me bad. Like, I have never thought of anyone who looked good in, with suspenders down at their sides. Like, it's kind of like... It's like New Kids on the Block, like, second album. Like, is it, like I don't know what that look is. Uh, 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 it reminds me of like Roach from the Cosby Show. Are you too, right, you too young for that one? Yeah, too young. Oh, God. You didn't watch a Cosby Show? I've, I've seen it, of course, but like I don't have like great recall of it. God. Sorry. Make me feel old sometimes. Sorry, Chokes. Sometimes I mean every single podcast. Um, Koopa, I hope to see you in paradise. I, you know, I really feel for him. Like I understand. Also, let's remember, he'd probably been drinking by the time he had that conversation. Oh, no, he's drinking in the middle of the conversation. <laughs> yeah. He was using the drink as Whiskey like to rocks. gather his thoughts. You know, the challenge is a rule, only clear alcohol clear liquor. Maybe the Bachelor needs that, too. Or maybe not. No. To get this kind no, of material. No, 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 no. We want this. Uh, Koopa, I think we're not done with him. He's too good for TV to be done. Just to, Let's just talk very briefly about the, the Bachelor's diversity problem. Okay. There is one. Why don't they do a gay season? I, well, if, if they're in the mindset to make jokes about Brokeback Bachelor, they're obviously... My thing is, like... Look, I understand, like, there's a business side to it. They're like, look, you know, we might take a dip in the ratings. We, you know, a lot of people, whatever, whatever. But, like, it's just worth it. It would be so much fun. I would love that season. Totally. I would love that season. Or, I mean, you know, have a truly diverse cast. Even if it's not. It's not that hard. Even if it's not, like, 50 white, 50 black. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the exact index of the country. Ref- or, or it could be the index of the country. Like, reflect, like, the diversity. Why, yeah. There's no Asians on the show. Has there ever been an Asian on the show? There have, but it's, like, it's very few and far between. Yeah, like. It's just such a glaring problem with this show so, that I love so much. That it's, like, I almost like, it's almost like, guys, like, I actually get feel, it together. In this podcast and, like, talking about the Brokeback, the Brokeback Bachelor thing really bothers me. Like, it really did. And, I, I, like, you did a good job articulating it, but I saw it and I was like, this is, this is it's wrong. Not, it's not right. Like, it's just really. So, I feel like someone somewhere on the staff needs to be like, look, I know you guys worked on this for two days and it's really good, but it's just a little off taste for this franchise yeah. and for network television you guys are great i'm not you're not in trouble but i just can't run this it also makes the rest of the show look bad because it makes everything that chris harrison like the seriousness that he like uses all the time for his delivery mm-hmm. makes it just look so disingenuous because like b- then they're like making these promos that it, are is. Total it was joke. very bachelor in paradise for the bachelor and i yeah. think they've sort of like moved a little bit closer yeah, to that sensibility they, over time so then they should own it and just kind of go full wacky and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and like you know none of these couples stay together like so fine but like, what? Wait, what? 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 None of the couples stay together. <laughs> well, well, news. We'll get there with we'll, news. We'll we have there. a segment for that. Yeah, but um, they really, they really do. There, there is a, a bit of a tonal problem. Like, it's still a fun show. Obviously, we're going to yes, keep watching. We it. love, we love it. it. It's my favorite show of the week, and I love it, and and that's why I criticize it. Right, because like we we want it to be fun. I, I expect more from it. I just the, the Brokeback Bachelor thing was too far. I'm sorry. Where did it air? I've only saw it online, so I didn't saw it. Did it air on, on traditional I've only seen television? It online too. Yeah. So I. But even so, like we wouldn't, you wouldn't run that on the Grantland Channel. No. No, never. Like it, like, it, like you know, it's the, no, not okay. No, I feel uncomfortable with this conversation running on the Grantland Channel, <laughs> and we didn't say anything wrong. You know what I mean? I would well, never do that. On that note, maybe we should move on to weird watches. Please, before we get fired. <laughs> um, I watched The Real Housewives of New York. Of Shocking. Course. <laughs> I love Bethany. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know. Like, what do you find appealing about her? 
Um, I think that she obviously has like a great life. She's she's made a lot of she's successful on her own, mm-hmm. and her personal life is a complete disaster. Mm-hmm. And I kind of find that to be realistic. And in some ways, like I find it like comforting, and I enjoy watching her struggles slash successes. I think she performs simultaneous struggle, professional success, and personal struggle. I think that she performs on this show the way like Nick Young performs in an NBA game. It's like, do you know <laughs> you're not a, that good? It's a huge compliment. To, do you know? To do you know you're not that good, Bethany? Like, do you know you're not that cool? And you're not that charming, and you're not that well spoken. You're not that famous. Not like, do right. you know that? Yeah. Like, I don't think she knows that. And God also, bless her. Also, her God struggle, her. her quote-unquote struggle is, like, moving from hotel, like, fancy hotel to fancy hotel. Cry yeah. me a river right. of skinny margaritas. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Seriously. Um, but I also really like Carol. Like, I, I like Carol Rad. So well. this week, this, this, is, this is also, I think I just like that, like, their lives are kind of familiar to me, having grown up in New York. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know? So there's sort of, like, a familiarity that I enjoy. And for example, this week Carol was running to be on her co-op board, and you have to like get other people to like Ooh. vote for you. And she took it. How like, big is her building? She took it like really seriously. Um, I don't know, didn't say, but like my parents' building is a co-op, and I think it varies from building to building. Whatever. It's also like a very specific New York thing. Like most people are probably like, what a board for your building? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, she it's took a it. Serious thing. Yeah, it's very. It, if it, you're on the board, you're never gonna get kicked out. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. So anyway, uh. She took it very seriously. She had, like, a campaign manager. She had the girls over to, like, find out if she won or not. And it's, like, so ridiculous. Like, it's just so... It's, it's not that deep. We incredible... made it sound really important, but it's not so important you hire a campaign manager. It's an incredible exaggeration. Yes, like, exactly. It's, it's yeah. for television. I know we just talked about how important it is, but it's not that important. Well, if, you're, if you own your apartment and, like, you have a stand, therefore have a stake in the building, it's important. But the way yes. Carol... It's not, it's not political. It's important, but it's not political. Yes, you're not exactly, like... T-Rav from Southern yeah, Charm. Okay? Exactly. Exactly. So I liked that storyline. But then I was like trying to think about my talking points for the, the show to our podcast today. And I can't remember anything that happened to anyone but <laughs> Bethany fun. and Carol. That's fine. Like, it's like it's I've totally really blocked it out. Like I'm just like, no. Okay. It's totally fine. First of all, shout out to you for thinking of talking points beforehand. I just I wanted to do the best for you. Oh. I respect our podcast partnership, you know? Good. I don't respect our partnership, but I respect our listeners. Okay. That's why I try. <laughs> nice. Great. Great. Um... My Weird Watch, I, this is a show that I don't like, but I can't quit. Southern Charm. Okay, it was a finale this week, right? Didn't feel like a finale. I'm pretty sure it was. I tried to watch Shaw's, and it, in the corner it had Countdown to the Southern Charm finale. It didn't feel like a finale, like the way it ended. Usually huh. they, they like you know let you know that it's a finale. However... Like there was no like placards at the Shout end? out to Katie Nolan and Michael Davies and Embassy of Roe. She was tweeting that Southern Charm was filming their reunion. In the clubhouse. Oh, cool. So they get a reunion. It's, you know, there's three levels of, of your show being three. successful. You don't get a reunion. Yeah, you're probably not going to come back next year. The second level is you get a reunion in the clubhouse, mm. which is kind of like, we're not going to spend womp, that much womp. money on you. I wonder what hotel they put them up in in New York. Probably not a good it's one. It's probably like in like Bayonne. Or like in Times Square, which is like almost as worse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's expensive though. You'd be surprised. Because it's Times Square, people want to stay there. And third is like they've like, you know put you in Sir or like yeah. rent out a warehouse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like a ball Borgata, Atlantic City, yeah. like the New Jersey Housewives. Yeah, exactly. Um, I heard from an inside source that it's already renewed for season three. Who's your inside source? Can't reveal. Is that what we're doing here? I'll tell you later. Uh, okay. Okay. A, fr- a friend of a friend. A friend of is someone it, who's is like a Shep? cousin. What? Is it Shep? Shep called. Is it Shep Rose? Is it Whitney? <laughs> is it Patricia? Um, it's Whitney. I forgot to tell you we're making a film together and you're not involved. As you should. Yeah. So what happened on the show this week? Uh, well, T-Rav, you'll never believe this. He's uh, running for senator. Okay. 
and um, he lost. What? Yep, the number one candidate that won. I don't want to. I don't have these numbers perfect, but something like this. Like, we well, got sixty percent of the vote. <laughs> the second candidate got about thirty-eight percent of the vote. <laughs> T-Rav got one point eight percent of the vote. T-Rav, come on. He may or may not so have had a lawsuit filed against him by his um, girlfriend, baby mama's hairdresser. Also, like an it's probably lawsuit? not helpful to have a child out of wedlock with someone much younger than you when you're running for senator. Especially in South Carolina. Yeah, in South Carolina. You know, you know what I mean? That's like kind of the whole premise of the show. They wouldn't do that in South Carolina. Yes, yes. It was. Uh, it's One thing I love about this show in particular is, is uh, and this is a, a Bill Simmons theory, is just take me to a world. Right. And, like, I didn't realize that South Carolina was, like, this own, like, weird little, like, world. Yeah. And the architecture is fantastic. The pillars, I the love verandas, Charleston. the, like, second floor balconies. It's just beautiful. It's like, really beautiful there. Palm trees. Like, I didn't expect it to sort of, like, look like that. Uh, 20 second personal story. Go. My family was um, in South Carolina when I was, like, 10 or uh, I was a little bit older, 11 or 12. Shout out to Littmans. And we were walking down the street in South Carolina, and we just see all the Knicks, like, of that. They were there for, like, their pre-playoffs the training. New York Knicks? New York Knicks. Why in South Carolina? Because, like, they went there to train for the playoffs, like, for a couple days before the playoffs started. And, huh. we, and like, Jeff Van Gundy stopped. He was the coach. Like, he stopped Where and talked to us. Where in South Carolina us. are you? Charleston. What? Wait, what? In Charleston, yeah. Wait, and Jeff, Jeff Van Gundy stopped and talked to you? Charlie Ward, Herb Williams. Like, it was crazy. Alan Houston? No, Alan Houston. What was this, 2002? No, it must have been a little bit earlier because I was still in middle school. So it must have been like 98, 99. Why wasn't Alan Houston there? I think I was in middle school. I don't okay. know. I think I right. just missed him. Anyway, it was really exciting. It was like really exciting. No, it right. was like it was like the bench mob of that plus oh. Char- plus Heisman winner Charlie Ward. Yeah, um, but it was really exciting and like also uh, that was like around the time like Sports Center did a College of Charleston spot and they had adopted the Sunset Park song. Sunset Park, what time is it? Time to get live. Is that time a to song that I'm supposed to know? That's from the movie Sunset oh, Park. Oh, from the movie Sunset Park. I think it meant the neighborhood. No. <laughs> like and the then College of Charleston was like, College of Charleston, what time is it? So I was like really in on the city of Charleston from a young age. <laughs> okay. And then I've been back several times. You're an early I think adapter. Of, think of it very fondly. You're an early adapter. That's way over 20 it's seconds. early adopter. Adapter is like what you plug in for your computer. It's what? an early adopter. Oh, my God. I've been saying adapter my entire life. I don't usually correct you on the podcast. That's a good one. First of all, that was a not a compliment. It's like you get so much stuff wrong, Jacoby, that I don't even correct you. But that was so egregious, I have to. Well, I just want to say that it's controversy. It's not controversy. I say that on purpose. I know However, you do. I just said on purpose. I still say on purpose. I just learned it was on purpose like yeah, two years ago. Purpose. I say on purpose. On purpose, I'm gonna early adopter. To say it. Early adopter. Early adapter. On purpose. <laughs> early adapter. You're like, adapting to something early. I think early adapter is a saying. I'm, I'm just, after this podcast, we're going to Google this. Urban Dictionary, here we come. Yes. Sign me up. Early <laughs> adapter. Okay. So I love Charleston, and you love Southern Charm. Do you yeah. love it, or you just keep watching it? I, look, man, the actions speak louder than words. And when I saw so last true. night, I had Shaz. I had been a very busy week. I hadn't watched that much TV. No, Not too many weird watches. I, had Shaz, I watched Kardashians. I had Shaz. I had Southern Charm, I had Housewives of New York, and I was like, only it was like late, which for me is like eleven fifteen, and I was like, I only have time for one of these, and it was Southern Charm, because Cameron got slammered. No, they had they had nice. a party that a T Rav like didn't get didn't get elected party to like last episode, <laughs> and it was like they were slammered. Oh, so this is like the Hangover episode. 
Yes, this was the Hangover episode. Love so that. Craig, who's always like the bad guy, drunk guy, got to call Cameron and be like, "So drunky, like you remember last night? Like no one remembered anything, which is so terrifying when there's cameras I there know. filming. It's like, oh, someone remembers. Yes, exactly. And it's captured it's, on it's, film. Yes, yes, and it's going to be everybody that cares to watch this program. Um, so you didn't watch Shaz? Did not watch Shaz. I tried to, and I was like, I'm bored. I'm turning this off. Really? Yeah. I don't, Is it like Rez not going to get married or something? Yeah, but Reza? they're still they're still going on the trip, and like I I'm kind of sick of MJ's like act of kind of being like the kind of dumb one. It's just like it's not very becoming. Yeah. Um, I don't care at all that if Gigi's telling the truth or not. We've gone back and forth. They're so still much. doing that thing. She like finally sat down with Mike. It just was like they ugh. showed the clip of her walking to his hotel room at like two thirty in the morning. As far as I'm concerned, concerned there is no innocent party in this. Right. Like, you are both complicit in this. Neither also, of you should be doing this. More importantly, I don't care. I just don't. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't care either. Let's move on. Yeah, I just was like, I'm not going to watch this. Kardashians really, like, get, getting this, like, cottage industry off of Bruce. Bruce. Like, like now, they, like, there's the Diane Sawyer thing, and then there's going to be his own series. But they're making this, like, special, like, this this uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians special. And now I think it's on, like, a second or third episode. I don't watch that closely. But it's, like, called, like, About Bruce. It's kind of like there's like sub chapter of mm-hmm. it, and it's it's just getting awkward. You know what I mean? It's kind of like I don't know. It's it's not handled with the same delicacy that the dinosaur thing was handled. With. Oh, I'm shocked! That. That's so that. surprising. And, and and it's just hard to it's hard to separate like what is genuine interfamily emotion and relationships and what is put on for the cameras and like those lines are so blurred that like it's not even fun to watch anymore the gq profile of kendall jenner written by a friend of grantland zach byron i read that one it was really good i was on a plane i read that it was really the last part of it was particularly good when he asked her about bruce and she kind of breaks down and like breaks from the party line that she'd maintained the whole time i don't think i read the whole thing was, i don't remember that I it was sleepy. interesting it was interesting, but the thing that also reminded reminded me that I always forget is like she, Kendall and Kylie have been on the show for eight years, and Kendall's nineteen and Kylie's seventeen, so it's like they only they barely had a life before the show, yeah. so it's like they have just grown up with these cameras around, expected to be on TV, perform for the cameras, and so it's sort of like those lines are so blurred in their lives anyway. It, it was really well written. I really enjoyed it. And do you know what else I enjoyed? What the um, cameos of her friend, my walk mean is Cara Delevingne. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I think they really hang out. I do out. the dope walk. I do <laughs> the dope walk. Yeah. That's the right reason's favorite. <laughs> favorite Except for her. Check it out. Um, I know. They really are friends. I think they're really friends. Yeah, they are. Good for her. I, I think Cara Delevingne seems significantly cooler than Kendall Jenner, but... Anyone who has ASAP Ferg in their phone and, <laughs> and ASAP Ferg is like... I'm on vacation. I need, I need to do a video. Who should star in this? Cara Delevingne. On like, FaceTime. You're definitely cool. I'm on vacation. That's what she says in the beginning. I know. <laughs> I know. Is she I ever not? Does she even like have do, a house? I don't know. Like, 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 where does she live? England. Like, she probably has an apartment in New York and like an apartment in England. Probably. But like, spends she ten also, months out of the year away. Both from Kendall her. and Cara Delevingne were rich already. So yeah, like, I hate everybody that's young and successful. I know. I think Kendall's really pretty. I think so too. Ugh, let's move on. Uh, news. Yeah, dude. Breaking news alert: As of yesterday, Chris Souls and Whitney Bischoff have broken up. Sock shocker. I know. This is like, this is a, a month, two months after Andy and Josh broke up. Wait, Jacoby, this is like two weeks after he got voted off Dancing with the Stars. Like, he was yeah. like, oh, this show's over? Okay. I'm this relationship's done. a wrap. Yeah. So, question. Does he go to Batch in Paradise? No. He thinks he's too big for Batch in Paradise. She could still go, though. I could see that, too. Does still, he I think move they're filming back to right Iowa? Now. Yes. He does. I think so. 
He doesn't talk, as we know. He talks very little. Good looking guy, though. I know. So is he going to be a dancer? Is he going to be a model? Look, I think good looking and not talking that much isn't the worst combination (laughs) in the world. That's a good point. A lot of people would be happy with that. It's not the worst combination in the world. A lot of people, not what I'm looking for. If you were to ask my wife, do you wish Jacoby would talk less? The answer is a resounding yes. 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 Just well, saying. they broke up. Um, they're officially on tabloid watch. I'm sure we'll be getting more. Well, they have been, but like, who, I, yeah. honestly, who cares? Who cares? Okay. What's the next one? Sean Lowe and Catherine, his wife, his bride, mm-hmm. Jaducci, Gaducci, forgot her name, and Jason and Molly Mesnick are going on Celebrity Wife Swap together. Those are like two six quote unquote successful bachelor yes. couples. Celebrity Wife Swap is just not on my radar. I used to be a Neither. big Wife Swap fan Never seen it. when it was early on. There were some really good scenes, but when it was normal people, like there would be this point where. You know, some dude was disrespectful to my wife, and she's telling me the stories, one-sided stories, about what an asshole this guy was to my wife, who I'm married to. And then we have this conversation, the four of us across the table. It gets really tense. Yeah. Like, it used to be real, like, palpable, like, anger and tension. But with the celebrity aspect, there's this whole, like, underpinning of, like, we're just trying to be on TV. And and they gave us $10,000 for it. One more piece of news. Oh, God. No, I'm skipping this one. Oh, yeah. let's mention it. Kim Richards was drunk at a wedding. Her sober, co- sober coach quit. We Get well. Let's get Kim. to some good news. Jasmine. Right for, Reason's favorite, Jasmine. From, from the, the challenge, challenge. Is pregnant. God. This is just what At was, what age does her child overtake her in size? 12. Like thir- I'd say like 11. Depends with the boy or girl. Depends when they go through puberty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this means Jasmine and Teresa are both pregnant. And... The roster is changing over for this show, and there's no new real world in sight. I haven't seen a lot of buzz about the next challenge season. I need to do some research yeah. about that. What else are we going to research? I think early adapter is a real thing. <laughs> okay. I think there's other people that make the same mistake I do so much that it has become a real thing. <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't originally adopter, but I think early adapter is a thing. It's kind of how I feel like mischievous is accepted because so many people made that mistake that mischievous and mischievous are like accepted sayings. The Wait, same what? word. Mischievous is the word. No, it's, it's mischievous. Just a diff- it's a different pronunciation. It's the same thing okay, with controversy. Like I don't respect the fact that just because I say it different means I'm wrong. Like, but gotta, but mischievous is adding in a sound that is not part of the written spelling. There's no extra i after the v. Australian it's on the cab say his last name. Delavadova. There's, there's an extra v. Yeah. You, you'll notice a lot of people say Deladova. That's incorrect. I know, and I've, this is bothering me forever. <laughs> but like professionals, I start to question my own Deladova osity. There's no silent v. There's in no the silent v. Oh, okay, good. No. Okay, All good. right, non-reality news. Great this news. It's a big one. Lamar freaking Odom, Odom was seen dancing to reggae. To reggae, supposedly sober. At the bungalow. By himself. By himself. In the middle of the day. Sweatpants with like one pant leg pulled up, maybe even tucked into his socks, some teal green Nikes and like a teal green like Izod like, shirt. He looked like he'd gone to the outlet malls and bought all new Nike clothing. Also looked like he was in his second trimester. <laughs> He looked like, you know, he might, might be due in, like, August or September. Um, a couple of things. TMZ was, like, the very exclusive bungalow. Bungalow, not exclusive at all. At I, all. I, they didn't know. They read that, like, only LA's elite go there. And you know I don't true. go out. So, like, what is bungalow like? It's um right on Ocean. It's part of the Fairmont Hotel in Santa Monica. It's, like, at Ocean and, like, Wilshire, basically. I think I've stayed at that hotel. It's uh, on the ocean, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, cl- kind of close to 3rd Street. It's, like, very bro 
But I, I mean, I like, I say that in a good way. It's like a little bro-y, a little douchey, but like, mm-hmm. it's a good daytime drinking spot because outdoors. Yeah. It's very big. It's a great male to female ratio if you're a female. There's like a lot of guys there all the time. Oh, okay. Um, but it's very like, like LA rich kid too. But I, really? it's fun for like once in a while. Ooh, one more thing. Speaking of LA rich kids, everybody, if you do one thing after listening to this podcast, rich kids of Instagram are back. EJ's back on television. Just get a little EJ dose. Get your EJ in. Get I, your EJ in. I want to go back to Lamar. Okay. I'm, we were wondering where he was. We were like, what is up with Lamar? Is this encouraging or discouraging information? Didn't it say that he was not seen drinking? Yes. That's really encouraging then. He's out. He's having fun. And he doesn't need substances that we can see in his hand to be doing it. I wanted more information. Whoever took that video, yeah. like the, the information we got, he was dancing by himself. And he wasn't drinking. It's going to say that I've danced by myself at a bar. Like, first of all, like I, it's, I don't have like I have to dance with a partner or else I'm not dancing. No. Thing. Yeah, I'm having fun. I mean, it's if, fun. You can imagine a good song if I'm snapping too. on this podcast that any music. Imagine when I'm like alone in a bar. Yes. Like you know, good for him. I'm just, he looks like he's having a good time. Me, I'm just happy that he's out in the world. Like, we were wondering what was going on with him. Yeah, and he's back. Yeah, Lamar. Watch. Lamar, we love you. We love you so much, Lamar. It's been almost two years since the infamous car situation on the one on one. Really? Yeah. Anything in August is two years. God, time flies. Really does. Listen, this weekend flies by Monday morning. Food news. We've got food news for you. A hot 15. Check it out. Thank you for listening to Grantland. To hear more Grantland shows in your earballs, subscribe to Grantland Sports and Grantland Pop Culture on iTunes. Or go to grantland.com and click on podcasts.